Tater Tales podcast with Sean Kelly is presented by UF Health. UF Health has locations throughout Florida, including Gainesville, Jacksonville, St. Augustine, Leesburg, and the Villages. And we're growing. Compassionate care and world-class outcomes, that's our game plan. Visit ufhealth.org to learn more. Our podcast is also brought to you by Pet Paradise. Gator fans, for pet fanatics like you, there's only one place who goes all out for your pet the way you do. Boarding, grooming, day camp, and veterinary services all in one convenient location. Pet Paradise and New Day Veterinary Care. Finally, complete pet health care is here for Gator Nation. Hi again, everybody. I'm Sean Kelly, the voice of the Gators, and welcome to episode number 11 of Gator Tales with Sean Kelly. Greetings from my office inside the swamp. Welcome, everyone, to the overlap. When I call the overlap, I'm talking about that time of year where fall sports continue to roll on, winter sports have begun. And so for the next 30, 40 days, perhaps, we'll have all kinds of activity across Gators athletics. That includes men's and women's basketball. Both those teams debuted their openers that were on Monday night, and both the Gators men and women secured wins at home at the O'Connell Center. And of course, we've got postseason action coming up in several different sports, including cross country. We'll talk about that in just a moment. And football takes the road this weekend off to Louisiana, a homecoming for some on the Gators roster as the Fighting Tigers of LSU will host the Gators on Saturday night. Both of those teams are coming off of a loss. We'll see how it plays out at 7.30 Eastern time on Saturday. We've got great news here on our podcast. We have our first SEC champion of the athletic year, and it comes in women's cross country. Parker Valby won the SEC championship again. That's right. She is a two-time Southeastern Conference champ, and she fueled a team victory as well. Parker and her teammates with Gators women's cross country won the SEC title, and they'll host postseason action here in Gainesville later on this week. Parker is the featured guest on this week's podcast, episode number 11. We'll also look ahead to Veterans Day. And happy Veterans Day to all of you, all of you who are celebrating, and especially those who have served in our armed forces, protecting our freedoms and our country, of course. To celebrate and to look ahead a little bit toward Veterans Day later this week, Kenna McGinnis, our student worker, is back with Kenna on campus and has a chance to catch up with Gators ROTC and how they'll be observing this weekend's festivities. With all that being said, let's get started and get right to our featured guest of the week, SEC champion Parker Valby. So Parker Valby is now the two-time reigning women's cross country SEC champion. She just did it again last week, and she also led her team to a team victory as well, earning the Gators their first SEC championship of this sports year. That makes Parker now 46 consecutive years. The Gators have won at least one SEC championship, and you bring us our first of the year. Congratulations. Oh, thank you so much. I didn't know that fact. It's awesome to hear. You're out front for everybody, and you're out front on the cross-country course, too. I guess let's start with this, Parker. There may be some that are listening to this podcast that are unfamiliar with cross-country running. So how would you describe that sport to them? It's like a track on grass, kind of. <laughs> it's just like a free-for-all. Everyone's just racing to see who can finish first. So not on, a, 
not on a traditional oval. It's literally cross country, hills, it's everything. On- yeah, there's hills, there's grass, there's different surfaces. This weekend, there was some sand. Yeah, anything. And how far is the course? How long do you run? Um, It's a 6K. So six kilometers is, for the people who speak in miles, it's almost four miles. I think okay. it's 3.72 miles. And so for you, about 18 and a half minutes is a pretty good run, isn't it? I guess so, yeah. I'm not really that familiar with 6K times, to be honest, but... Yeah, I guess. But it seems like your best races, Parker, have been around that mark. Is, isn't that where you pretty much hit here recently in the championship? Yeah, yeah. cross-country times are, you can't really compare them to other like times. Like every course is so different. Like you have to take it. It's just like who can race the best okay. on that course, you know? Right. So it's not like a track where you can compare time to time. I'm glad I asked because I didn't know <laughs> it. Based, it's based on the terrain or the difficulty of the course more than <laughs> anything else. Yeah. So what do you like more about cross country than say running on a traditional track surface? Honestly, for like, personally, it keeps my mind like occupied that you got to focus on, you get to like look around like all the different scenery. You're not just running like in circles, you know? So what was it like winning your second championship? Honestly, it was, it was a pretty hard race. It was, uh, they had us race at like 11, it was like 11 a.m. or something. And so I didn't expect it to be as hot as it was. There was a lot of bodies on the ground afterwards, but um. I don't know. It was a different type of like heat than Florida heat. I don't know. I just was not ready for that. And I just like woke up the day not feeling too, too swell, but the race itself, it hurt from the start, but I got it done and it was awesome. It was so much fun winning with my team. Like the team win means so much more to me than the individual win. That's interesting. Why so? It was just like so much, like I've never had a team like that. And like in cross country, like obviously I've won nationals with the track team, which is so awesome. But like cross country, like I've never had that team aspect. And so like having those girls with me is just like so uplifting and makes me so excited to like, like that whole time I was dying. I was like, do it for your team, do it for your team, your team needs you. And that honestly got me through it. What else gets you through those runs, Parker? I mean, you talked about the pain, the mental struggle of it. Can you take yourself to some place that helps you finish? You know, I just kept telling myself, I was like, you can do anything for 18, 19 minutes of your life. Like you've been like, you've been through so much worse. And I just literally kept telling myself, you need to do this for your team. Your team needs you. What's the hardest thing you've ever done in your life? That's a very hard question. That's a really good. That's a tough one. Maybe running that race, to be honest. That might be out there. I mean, that's, that's fantastic that you rose to that challenge. I mean, you, the sense of accomplishment, I guess, is that still holding with you some days afterwards? I like to have like a short term memory when it comes to racing. Cause like, there's still like, that was just like a little step to like our biggest, like our bigger goals. And I just take that as like another lesson. Like I took some, I learned a lot from that race and I'm going to take it into the future and hopefully achieve bigger things. The bigger thing maybe would be a national championship. Parker, you came very close last year. Is that fueling your drive here in the postseason? Yeah, I just I just like to try my best on the day. I like to give it my all. And as long as I give it my all, I'm happy. Do you have like an arch rival in your sport? An arch rival? Myself. <laughs> Honestly, most of the time you're really just battling yourself. But there hasn't been a runner now that you've been a couple of years into this collegiately that hasn't seemingly showed up every time that you're trying to achieve something? I mean, there's a lot of girls, honestly, in the mix this year. There's um, Caitlin Tui. There's a girl from Alabama, Doris. There's another girl from Alabama, Hilda. And, like, there's a lot of girls who are, like, up there this year. So it'll be, it won't, it will not be easy. I'll tell you that. No, certainly not. Uh, no. Do you remember, do you remember the first race you ever won? 
in college or high school or like middle in, school in your life <laughs> in my life the first times i ever won oh my first one i won was kentucky indoor it was an indoor race and then i broke my foot parker you <laughs> broke your foot i did i shattered it in half i fractured my cuboid and my calcaneus just from running or did you drop something yeah. on it uh no it was two two stress fractures it was a rough time but yeah we're back and stronger that sounds to me like if we go back to the hardest thing in your life was the injury and recovering from that. You know, that might have been, honestly, I it was just like, I didn't know how to deal with it at the time. But like I said, everything happens for a reason. You can take a lesson from everything. I took a lot of lessons from that. And now I know I got to stay on top of my recovery and keep my feet strong. Your track and field endeavors. What events do you run? In track and field, um, indoors, 3K, 5K, outdoors, 5K, potentially 10K, potentially steeple season, potentially the 1500. You never know. The longer, the better or the shorter, the better? Honestly, I would probably say the longer, the better, but I don't, I don't know. We haven't attempted the longer events yet. Fair enough. We've just, yeah, we've just tried to stay healthy at this point. You're from Tampa. Do I have this right? East Lake High School? I attended East Lake High School, yes, but like I'm actually originally from Connecticut, but yes. Was it because of your sport or just your family oh gosh, move? No. <laughs> no, I didn't run at that time. I was actually, when I moved here, I was just playing lacrosse. Um, uh, we moved here for my dad's job. So when did you start running competitively? I started taking it seriously probably my sophomore year of high school. My freshman year, I was still playing lacrosse. And then um, I was like, this is too much. Like, I'm going to have to choose. And so the track coach was like, please come run track. And I was like, and then I hurt my ankle playing lacrosse. And I was just like, you know, you can't get hurt running. Little did I know. But yeah. So did you know that you had a future in running or did somebody have to tell you? Uh, my high school coach, very, um, he, yes, he had to tell me. He was very, he was very adamant about it. Kept pressing me. He was like, you are talented. You are talented. And I was like, nah, I'm playing lacrosse. <laughs> I was convinced I was going to college for lacrosse. Are there any other runners in your family? Not like my mother, my parents will both tell you that they're runners, but um, they'll go on, a, they'll go on like hobby dogs. My mother will do like half marathons, but not like runner runners. <laughs> I'm very grateful for that because I am glad that I got a late start to the sport because a lot of people like I feel like I wouldn't still enjoy it as much as I do if I started that early and got like burnt out of it, you know? Like I'm glad I wasn't pushed from a young age and I found it myself. How did you become a gator, Parker? Well, like I said, I moved to Florida and so I was right in Florida and obviously growing up in Connecticut, like I already experienced like all the seasons. And then when I came here, I'm like, oh my gosh, like it's hot all year round. Like it's like blended, stunning weather all the time. And there's no, there's no snow. You don't have to wear like layers every day. Although today's pretty chilly. And then I, I was like, you know what, but I'll still look at other, other schools. So like, I love the weather. And then obviously when I started getting recruited my junior year, I took an official to University of Oregon, UNC Chapel Hill, and then here. And then I canceled my one to FSU because I knew that I was going to come here at that point. And I couldn't really pass up an opportunity not to be a Gator, you know? What about your academic side of things? Parker, tell me what you're studying and what you like to do down the road. I'm studying sports management right now. And ideally going to graduate in the spring with that. And then I don't really know what I want to do. You know, the New York City Marathon is this time of year. Would you ever run that? Or would you compete in the Olympics, which comes around next summer? I definitely will ideally do the Olympic trials 
but I feel like at this state, like American distance running, like it's hard to compete right now with that at like being at the collegiate level. So like, ideally, I feel like I'd ideally want to make the 20, 2018, but like, I'm going to, yeah, obviously I have Olympic goals, but the marathon. Yeah. Maybe one day, definitely not anytime soon, but definitely one day, maybe not definitely. That was a maybe. Well, let's circle back to kind of the here and now. <laughs> Again, we're trying to educate some Gators fans about the sport of cross country. You just won the SEC championship. Parker, what's next? How does this progress now toward another crack at a national championship? So we actually have um, regionals is next Friday on Mark Bostick Golf Course. So if this is going to be out, this is a public service announcement. Everyone come to Mark Bostick Golf Course on Friday morning at 8 a.m. and see the Gators race regionals. And then top two teams, I believe, from there will make nationals. And then I honestly, I'm not going to lie, I don't know how many individuals make it, but <laughs> I think it's I don't want to make up a number. I don't know, truly. But yes, then we will go to nationals, which is in UVA. That's eight days after that. And yeah, that'll be the, the whole nation. That's crazy. What did you learn from, because nationals were in Stillwater last year, correct? Oh, yes, they were. And it was a brisk 14 degrees. 14 degrees, kind of like back home in Connecticut. Yeah. And did you see what, do you see what we run in? It was like the, the like the tank tops. And then we have like basically bikini bottoms on. It was, I couldn't feel my feet for a very long time. <laughs> I can't even imagine. I can't imagine that UVA will be that cold, Parker. You know, I yeah, I've heard that it could go either way, though. Like, I've heard some people are like, yeah, it can either be like 75 or it could be like 30. I'm like, oh, great. Well, we're going to try and get as many folks as we can out to Bostick next week for regionals. Or is that the, or is the- or is this podcast is being aired? It would be this week. So oh. Oh, let's okay. make sure. Yes. So we'll make sure we get them out there and we wish you nothing but the best. Thank you. Time again for Kenna on campus. I'm Kenna McGinnis. This weekend, our nation pauses for Veterans Day in memory of and for honoring our military veterans of the armed forces. Our last matchup this past Saturday at the Swamp was dedicated to such as our saluting those who serve game. Back on campus, we find an early commitment and dedication to the armed forces with the University of Florida's ROTC program. Now let's meet Ava and Elise, who share why they chose to enlist in this opportunity and what traditions their community has with the upcoming Veterans Day holiday. So Ava, why don't you tell me a little bit about where you're from and why you decided to join ROTC? Hi, I'm Ava. I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina, and I decided to pursue ROTC because I knew I was interested in going out of state for college, and I was looking into different scholarship opportunities, and I kind of stumbled upon ROTC, and it just sounded like a really like discipline-based and honorable way to go with my career and to go with my academics. And I applied and was fortunate enough to get a four-year scholarship my senior year. And Elise, how about you? Some familial ties in here as well, right? Yeah, so I'm fr- originally from Tampa, but before that, my family moved around a lot because my dad, um, he was career, he was in the Army for 25 years. Um, and so that's definitely kind of why I went ROTC, because like just watching him, like one of the core values is selfless service, and that's just like him as a person. So I think growing up with that is definitely like was something I kind of wanted to do. And then my brother does Air Force ROTC at Embry-Riddle, and he just loved it. So just having those like that view, it was definitely something I wanted to pursue. And now, Ava, why don't you tell me a little bit about our veteran relations at ROTC at Florida? 
Sure. So our Fighting Gator Battalion likes to introduce opportunities for veterans to come and kind of influence our cadets and talk to us about things we could do after graduation, branches we could join, and kind of what our life is going to look like. So one example of that is last semester, we had a World War II veteran come and speak to all of our cadets just to inspire us and kind of give us that cause to work hard and to get excited about our service and what we were doing because sometimes it gets easy to get bogged down by school and just kind of lose your perspective but getting to connect with people like that just ties you back to why we do what we do and why we serve and it's really special and Veterans Day just helps us remember you know what our greater purpose is mentioning Veterans Day. Do you guys have any traditions or anything special going on this week uh, leading up to this Friday's holiday? Yeah, so I'm a freshman, so this is my first year, but this week we have a joint branch flag football tournament, so all the branches will compete. It kind of like builds camaraderie and stuff, um, so that'll be this Thursday, and I'm really excited to kind of see because everyone's been talking about it. So. That's got to be so much fun. Which branches are you guys representing for the football game? So we're both Army, so go Army, beat Navy. <laughs> All right. All right, thank you guys so much for your time today, and go Gators. Go Gators. Go Gators. Thank you, Kenneth, and that'll do it for Episode 11 of Gator Tales with Sean Kelly. Big thanks to our featured guest today, Parker Valby. We wish her all the best come Friday. Her and her teammates again hosting regionals at the Basta Golf Course. Running starts about 8 o'clock and admission is free. Perhaps you can come out and support the Gators as they look to advance toward nationals coming up. I, of course, want to thank our sponsors, UF Health and Pet Paradise. If you'd like to hear from a particular Florida student-athlete or from one of the Gators teams, please let me know. You can send me an email at seank at gators.ufl.edu. Certainly welcome a review of this podcast in perhaps the format that you're listening to it. And remember, it's available wherever you get your podcasts, including floridagators.com, Apple, Spotify, Yes, all those platforms are available. And you can follow me on social media at Sean Kelly Live is my handle on both X and Instagram. I look forward to our next visit. Have a great rest of your week. And as always, go Gators. <laughs>